What is up, everybody? Happy Friday to you, or whatever day it is you're listening to this. You know what? They say don't release a podcast on Friday. They say nobody listens on Fridays. Nobody listens over the weekends. They say if you really want to get people to listen, you got to release them on Monday, Wednesday. They say stop doing the podcast by yourself, man. We like it when you interview somebody. They say we get tired of hearing your, just your voice. They say sometimes it gets a little slow with just you. You know what? They say a lot of things. I'll tell you what. You know what? You know what we say? Oh, you know what we say. Tell them, Shaka. What? I have to tell you, that took a lot longer than I thought it was going to. I guess I never realized how long it was until she said... Tell me something good for the first time. I was running out of things to say. Shit. That did not go as well as I thought it was going <laughs> to. I really got to rehearse shit like that. What's going on, everybody? I uh, I thought I would uh, pump out one more fairly normal or one fairly normal this week. I forget when the last, actually. I forget when I released the last one. Um... That's the best thing about this. I know it's the worst thing business-wise, but the best thing for me about this is that I just do them when I feel like doing them. It's so good. And let me just put on uh, the shuffle again and just uh, play a little music. Oh, song number one on the shuffle. Strong, Oasis, Don't. I think it's Lord, Don't Slow Me Down. Um, yeah. Speaking of music today, guys. I got to say a big thank you to Mad Flavor Joey Coco Diaz. Holy shit. He turned me on. Look, I, I like ACDC. I like him, but I like him like everybody else. You know, I know the album Black and Black and, and a couple other songs. You know, I love I love just the, the more recent ACDC, right? Just because that's kind of when I was coming up. And then Joey turned me on to an album called Let There Be Rock, I believe is what it was called. And holy shit, everybody. I don't want to just jump the gun and say that it's better than Back in Black. Because that is a, that is a tall order. But it's pretty fucking close. And I like that dude's voice. The original dude, Von Scott, is that his name? Damn. Oh, shit, that album was good. If you are a fan of the rock and roll and you haven't heard that album, goof, smoke half a joint, get in your car. <laughs> that sounds worse than it. In the driveway. Well, it's still in the driveway. I like music in my car. I get high and sit in my car and listen to music. Oh, don't, don't, don't think that I don't do that. There's nothing better than, for whatever reason... Maybe because the music is right on top of you. It is a cacophony of noise. But it's so fantastic. I'll, I get high and go to my car and turn on the radio. Hell yeah, I do. 
Why? Because I'm a grown-up, and I can do that if I want to. You, you, you can't stop me. But that album, I did that today. It was just phenomenal. I smoked half a joint. I went and sat in my driveway, turned on the car, and just blared it. And I'm going to listen to it again tonight. That's how fucking good it was. Now, this is also the second show. Remember, it's where I, would, I told you guys I'd have something planned. So, I do have a couple things planned to talk to you about. Uh, one thing I, just happened to me. I was, at the, uh, I was at the supermarket just now getting some food. And um, I'm looking at the fruit. And this woman comes up next to me. And it, uh, she picks up. She's got a pear in her hand. And I'm looking at the pears, actually. And she goes, I never know where to put this. You know, the one that falls on the floor. I'm like, well, don't put it back. She goes, oh, I would never put it back. She goes, I, I'm very, like, I assume every one of these has fallen on the floor. You don't know how much I wash my fruit. I'm like, oh, okay. I was like, that's okay. She goes, no, I'm serious. You got to wash everything. You don't know where that stuff was before you got it. And I go, well, that's true. I mean, I guess you don't, but, you know, I'm assuming they come from a tree into a hand, into a crate, and then, you know, a couple other hands, a couple other crates. Here we are. And she goes, that's what you hope. She goes, what about that banana? She goes, I wash it. This is the best. Oh, listen to what came up. Oh, my God. My favorite Soundgarden song. Guys, I didn't even want to talk about this. But this dude's voice and the fact that that is the first line in this song. This guy top three for those of you who don't know this is Soundgarden Chris Cornell passed but this is his voice top three rock voices of all time for me I, I remember listening to Temple of the Dog for the first time and I liked Eddie Vedder's voice fine but I remember thinking to myself oh shit nobody should be singing a duet with this fucking guy I mean he He's a crusher, and his voice had so much power, but so much pain and emotion, and like, I felt every fucking word that this dude sang, every syllable of every song. To me, this band, oh, get it, uh, fuck. Yet. Guys, I when I was when I used to do a lot of ecstasy, I would get in my car again sounds worse and blare this song. I mean, head against the speaker, just lose myself, screaming this at the top of my lungs. Oh, it was a it was magic. This, for whatever reason, and, and not just song of his, this song of his, but his voice fucking pierced you. Oh, so good. So good, so good, so good. Um, and I'll tell you something, and I know people will get on me about this. Soundgarden has more good songs than Nirvana. And I love Nirvana, guys. I love, I love Nirvana. But, like, 
I would, I, me, if you said you could only listen to one of the bands ever again, for me, it'd be Soundgarden. Over Nirvana. Both over Pearl Jam. And by the way, by like, if I was rank, ranking them, like a 9.9 to a 9.8. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, uh, the difference to me is this guy's voice. This guy's voice, for me, puts him above just about, like I said, for me, top three rock voices. Top three. This guy, and they're all very different and for different reasons, but for me, Paul McCartney's voice had so many different levels and layers. I mean, from Oh Darling to Helter Skelter to Love Me Do or Yesterday or... You know, he had so many different levels and places he could take you. And then uh, Freddie Mercury, because fucking Freddie Mercury. And this guy. You can throw all the everything else you want at me. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. And listen, fourth for me might be, what's her name, Wilson from Heart. Because she fucking destroys... And this song is just too good not to listen to. This is the part. When I was rolling, eyes in the back of my head, this part of the song comes on, and I basically just jizzed inside of my soul. Right there. Damn it. I don't think anyone's ever said jizzed inside of my soul, but you're welcome, America. When I say America, I mean like the six people who are listening. Um, now watch. You guys are going to be very impressed by what just happens. Okay. I'm going to go back to the story I was telling about the woman with the banana. I never do that. I always forget. Here I am, grown up, big boy pants, going back to the story. So she goes, I washed my bananas. And I was like, what? She goes, yeah, I washed my bananas. I go, I thought she was kidding. I go, yeah, yeah, you know, I'm going to start washing mine too. She goes, no, I'm serious. You don't know what those monkeys do with them beforehand. I go, you think the monkeys picked the bananas? Like, it was like this, maybe the stupidest thing I've ever heard anyone say. I go, what do you mean? She was like, well, the monkeys, they got their hands on them. They They poop in their hands and stuff. And I'm like, monkeys don't pick bananas. Like, what the fuck? Anyways, uh, that's what happened today to me at the store with the banana picker. I even made a note in my note section that says banana picker. Banana washer is what it says. Oh, and the other thing I was just thinking about today, and, and somebody please let me know, because I honestly want to know, but, and this isn't, oh, yo, what? Oh, th- my shuffle is blowing my face off with some rock and roll communication breakdown led fucking zeppelin um but do not i'm not saying because i'm i'm casing the joint but do police officers do they have to drive the same route every day route route it's route i'm not british do they have to drive the same route every day i mean how does that work or do they just get to kind of willy-nilly just as long as they hit everything Somebody, please let me know, because I'm too lazy to Google that, okay? Thank you. Um, Listen, one of my major pet peeves happened today at the store, too. You know when you're in line 
and you're checking out and they're ringing up your stuff and you got like a basket full of shit. So it's like $180 and you watch them ring it up, ring it up. And then you wait until they say that's $180 and 47 cents until you dig around in your fucking purse to get your credit card. I don't know why that bothers me so much. Just, just have it out. I mean, they're going to charge you the same amount whether you have the card out or not. I, do, I know I know it seems stupid because it's really just only like a three-second wait. But, I mean, come on, let's be. Just have, what, what are you going to, what are you watching? That's what I don't get. Like, just making sure they ring everything up or, anyways, that is a bit of a pet peeve for me. I thought I'd throw that to you. Um, all right. These are the things. Let me see. What, what did I have planned to talk to you about? Oh, somebody asked me on Twitter if I would talk about this, so I definitely will. They asked me, you know, he's 27, his girlfriend is 33, he's thinking about having kids. She wants to, he's not sure. So you asked me a couple questions. Um, now, I can't tell you to have kids, man, because I don't know you, I don't know your girlfriend. I mean, would you, was it? Yeah, she's 33, you're 27. Wife, maybe you said. I don't know you, I don't know your wife. So it's hard for me to say if you should have kids. Um, but uh, you asked me, is it worth it? And all I can tell you is, it's the most worthwhile thing of all time. Ooh, I love this song. High Low by the Lemon Twigs. Um, it's the most worth, worthwhile thing you'll ever do. It's also really sometimes a super big pain in the ass and sometimes make you super angry and i think sometimes honestly i think sometimes kids inadvertently cause divorces i i don't think there's any doubt that some couples might have lasted if they didn't <laughs> have kids and it's still the best thing that'll ever happen to you in your entire life you i think you feel like you know what love is I want to know what love is. Come on, get and show me. Um, but you don't. You don't. It's like when I tell people, and I don't know how you look. You want to call your dog your kid? That's fine, I guess. You want to call your cat your kid? That's fine, I guess. Whatever. But I can tell you something. As somebody who has both, it's not the same thing. So you think you know love. You think you know love, dude, until that little boy or girl comes out and it's like, oh, my God, fuck everybody else. This is what I'm into. This is my jam right here. And, yeah, it's super challenging, man. But, you know, listen, before you're asking me if it's worth it, it's worth it. But, you know, in your heart, if you want to have a kid or not. And I tell people all the time, if they don't think they want to have a kid, don't have a kid. Don't fucking... It's not a science experiment. Do you know what I mean? Not a science experiment. And there are plenty of kids out there already. So don't don't be like, man, maybe we... No. You're sure you want to have one. And sure that you want to say goodbye to life as you know it. I mean, listen. Say goodbye to your freedom. Say goodbye to your sleep. Say goodbye to sex for a little while. Um, say goodbye to any kind of normalcy. Because the new normal is, is whatever the fuck's going on with that baby. So you're 27. I I had kids at 27. But 
I also think it's a young it's young man. You still have the urges of a young man. You know what I mean? You want to go out. You want you know. You barely. I mean, twenty seven year old dude, especially now. I mean, you guys, whatever. You know, just make sure you can are physically capable to handle taking. Do you take care of yourself? Can you take care of you and your wife? Now, can you take care of one other person? Because that person's got, I don't want to shock you, but babies are dumb as fuck. They don't know how to do anything. Do you know that? When they come out for a while, they can't do shit by themselves. You have just like an invalid dum-dum in your house. And nobody, you know what else? They can scream for five hours in a row like a fucking pterodactyl. Nobody tells you that either. But you, those are just, it's part of the, it's part of the sauce. You know what I mean? It's part of the whole thing. So you'll love it. You'll hate it. You'll never regret it. Okay? That's all I can tell you, man. I am so happy to have Trevor, Caitlin, and Jacob in my life they made me so much better than i am or was or am am yeah i mean i don't i didn't i didn't i for sure looking back wouldn't wouldn't be a huge fan of josh pre-kids he wasn't a, i mean look i still like to have fun and go out and i was i wasn't an asshole to people but i was way more self-centered because, of course, I didn't have anybody else to worry about besides me. When people are like, that 22-year-old selfish. Well, he should be. He's fucking 22. Who else is he worried about? Yeah. It's when you have somebody else that relies on you, that needs you to literally live, is when you got to give some of that shit up. And giving of yourself, that first time you truly give of yourself, is a great feeling. It really is. You're like, oh, this is actually kind of cool to not just care about me anymore. So, I'm sorry if I went on too far with that. Uh, that was, uh, yeah. Anyways, um, by the way, no politics talk on this podcast. I do just want to say one thing. I think the Constitution is like probably the greatest piece of paper that's ever been written. Right? Well, piece of paper can't be written, but you know what I'm saying. And I think our founding fathers were fucking really brave men who who fought to provide. Oh, guys. Evanescence. Bring me to life. My, I'm telling you, the shuffle knows when I'm doing this podcast. It just it hooks us up. I don't remember what I was saying. Oh. Yeah, the Founding Fathers. Amazing men. Great men. Deserve to be revered and talked about like they were who they are, which is the people who provided this, helped provide this, what we live in. But can we stop when people are giving examples of politicians, give an example of something the president in 1840 did? It's not fucking relevant. It's not, fuck, it's not a good example. It's... As a matter of fact, examples before 1900, I would even say examples up to fucking 1950, it doesn't... Guys, we live in a completely different world. It's why I don't like... All right, I don't want to get into this. I can't get into it. I'm just saying. Can we stop 
get, quoting the founding fathers and trying to make what they said relevant right now. They lived in a, in, in a because you cherry pick what they said, first of all. No matter what side you're on, you can find a line from the founding fathers that's going to help you out. They lived in a in a different world. I mean, guys, it, it's not what they were putting up with and how they were living and the stresses of their lives and just, you know, where they had come from and 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 the depth of knowledge of, you know, what they had from how government works and all this shit and they set up exactly what they were supposed to set up. It's a long a lot of shit has happened since then. And while I think obviously we need to adhere to the principles with which the nation was built, can we stop quoting them to try to push your your side and your agenda? They were talking about shit that has no. <laughs> they live in a like different. Like I said, it's like quoting the Slee Stacks in Land Before Time. I think that's the name of the fucking show. They it's a different. It's a different world. A different world. The principles we keep. Their quotes. I just. It makes. It's like you're cherry picking f- from the Victorian age. It's not the Victorian age, but you know what I'm talking about. Um. All right. Man, I think we're just going to do a quick one like that. I mean, I do like to give you 30 minutes, though. So, I haven't been talking for 30 minutes yet. Oh, the other thing I didn't want to talk about. Um, Somebody accused me of living in a bubble. Uh, Okay, first of all, I travel too much to live in a bubble. But I would say anybody... Who, I would say the 98% of this country lives in a bubble. You just live in your own specific bubble. I guess with that theory, I live in a bubble too. My bubble just moves around a little bit. But we all live in bubbles. That's the thing. Some people's bubbles have white people, black people, yellow people, brown people, all people. Some people's bubble just have white people. Some people's bubble just have black people. So, of course, you see things through the lens of your bubble. We all live in bubbles, motherfucker. Oh, come on. Guess what's going to bring us home? J. Cole for your eyes only. We all live in a bubble, but here's what I want to finish up with. Even though we all live in bubbles, and we all, as a matter of fact, should, you pay attention to your neighbor and the people around you, and that's how good shit starts. But... Other people's that doesn't make other people's bubbles wrong or bad or like. Look, I have a friend of mine who lives in a very white place called Wisconsin, and he said to me once, he was like, "Man, what is with the ba- the bad the trans bathroom shit?" And I go, "What do you mean trans bathroom shit?" He goes, "Is is that real life?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? Is that real life?" Of course, it's real life. And he was like, it's, I just is so far out of my world, man, that to hear politicians argue about it sounds so ridiculous. And I was like, but they're people, man. And he was like, I've never seen or met one of them. And I was like, that is so telling, right? Because to hear, say, Hillary Clinton 
in her campaign talk about it. To those people, it must seem like when you're talking about elitist kind of just like almost talking about where aliens should go to the bathroom. That's how incredulous he sounded when he talked to me. It was kind of crazy. But then I realized, man, his bubble, that that is not a real thing. So if that's what they're fighting for, instead of fighting for the jobs of the people that live around him, to him, he was like, it's not even a choice of what the battle is. The battle is my family, not some make-believe people in North Carolina. And I was like, whoa. And I know this dude, man. A good dude. But that's what he's thinking. And I was like, that's his bubble. His bubble doesn't have any trans people in it. His bubble have has poor white people. And so he's fighting for the rights of the people in his bubble. So what we got to try to do is uh, I'm going to put an ad on Craigslist for just like I just need five trans folks to come with me to Wisconsin. And we'll walk around for a little bit. Try to burst their bubble. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't think it's a terrible idea. We'll rent a Trans Am. And uh, I'll provide the transportation. Those are the only words I know. I'm kind of high. Um, yeah, I think that would be great. I'll bring him to my buddy's there. He would flip the fuck out. Oh, my God. He would flip the fuck. Oh, he probably listens to this. Mm. Are you listening to this right now? Damn it. I think you do listen to this. Well, I'll let everybody know if he listens. Because if he does, there goes that idea. (laughs) Oh, damn it. Anyways, hey, San Francisco next week. I'm sorry I had to cancel Omaha uh, this weekend. Um, I had... uh, how do I put this? Somebody in the family had a, um, a medical appointment that I had to be there for, and I had to be here for the results, too. Uh, but all is clear, and everybody is healthy. Thank God. But uh, family first. I know you guys understand, and um, I apologize. But, uh, yeah, weekend after that. Hey, San Francisco, I'm talking to you. Memorial Day weekend. Come spend it with me. And then uh, after that, Charlotte, North Carolina. After that, Jacksonville, Florida. And then I'm off for six weeks until July 28th weekend. I am in Dallas. Um, but come on, guys. I hope you liked this episode. I think we had a good time. If you don't listen to J. Cole, you're missing out. I uh, I think the next uh, Fairly Normal, I'm going to freestyle a little bit. And I'm going to challenge Ben Glebe officially to a rap battle. I'm going to see Alien with Beth tonight. I'm having a date with my girlfriend. Later, skaters.